Welcome to the fourth episode of the High Altitude Podcast. It is Monday, October 29th, and the city of Cleveland is in shambles. Let's get into it. (laughs) Today... The Browns fired both uh, Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley, and Greg Williams is going to be the interim head coach. I don't know who Greg Williams is. Okay, so remember, remember Bounty Gate with the Saints? Yes. Greg Williams is a mastermind behind Bounty Gate. Perfect. I love it. It's gritty. He's like he's literally a classic, like hard-nosed, like football coach. Like he. Probably screams more than he actually talks. I hate that guy. I was on Hard Knocks. He was such an asshole. All right. So you're when you were watching Hard Knocks, like, did anyone think that the three of these coaches would like last together? They all no. have like no, oh, no, no. Besides no. Hugh Jackson, oh, but Todd Haley, Todd Haley and Greg Williams both have like alpha personalities, and Hugh Jackson is just like doesn't really know what's going on like half the time. So I feel like Hugh Jackson just like like doesn't speak at all. Like he I've really like, seen him like speak. He wants to have that alpha like mentality, but like no one like respects him when he tries to like instigate it. Like so like when he was like, "All right, I'm gonna take over like play calling," and Todd Haley's just like, "No." <laughs> really putting you on the spot here, but this might just speak to Hugh Jackson's mediocrity and weirdness. Is there anybody you could think of that he'd be actually a good pair with? Any like offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators? Um, Off the top of my head, no. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, the, the guy is so weird. Like, did you see that? There was a tweet today of some, it was somebody who was verified, so like, it must be true. He said one of the players told him they literally compare him to Michael Scott. <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great comparison. <laughs> like, that guy is, he's well, such a weird guy. He was I'm, never. I'm, just, I'm amazed, like, he lasted this long, to be honest. You were 336 oh, yeah, and exactly. So in, I, I in think three it's just, years? That's, that's so bad. I think it's kind of funny that he goes three thirty six and one, and he has two of those wins this year and the tie this year. So like just as they were starting to like win some games, he finally gets fired. Yeah, I mean, he but lasted, he was he lasted through an entire zero sixteen season and then a one in fifteen season. Like, like they started like, to realize that the team was pretty good. After, like five wins after like a yeah. second season. Like that just doesn't. Obviously, the team's like much worse than like a lot of the teams, but like. You gotta do something. If you're a good head coach, you gotta do something about it. Yeah. I mean, I was I was waiting for him to get fired, and uh, of course, like it's no coincidence that like all their the last like four coaches I've been in Cleveland have all gotten fired like right after the second Pittsburgh game. <laughs> credit uh, credit uh, PFT with that. Uh, True. And then Chef Chapter takes it from him. <laughs> all right, so I'm thinking so. The perfect like head coach in my like brain for them is Lincoln Riley. We bring back Baker and Lincoln Riley. What do you guys think? I'd be, I, it'd be fun to see, but I don't think Lincoln Riley's gonna leave. Neither do yeah, I. Yeah, I, I think he I would, would not be leave for head coach for them. Mm-mm. No, I, I would leave for like a. He'll get an opportunity, and I wouldn't want. I mean, the only reason I He's can see him too. doing it is because maybe he wants to go. He would want to like coach yeah. Baker. I agree. But I agree. other than that, it's Cleveland and. I'd rather just like coach in San Diego or something, or n- n- now Los Angeles. But mm-hmm. I, there's no chance I'd want to go to Cleveland, especially with the job security there. There's just like absolutely none. It's, like, I mean, isn't like I mean, Hugh Jackson made it through an 0 too in college football. 
What'd you say? Like he has to be like top five paid coaches in college, college football. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. He, he's yeah. been so, quoted saying that he loves it in in uh, Oklahoma and that like he doesn't want to leave. So yeah, so I don't think you. Like, he's also that. he's also oh. only in like his his like thirties. I saw yeah, that. He's like, like he's in the, he's like that. a Sean McVay like two point exactly in college the college version. <laughs> Speaking of Sean McVay, I I like saw on Bet Online I saw this in a tweet that the favorite right now at plus two hundred to be the next Browns like full head time coach is Sean McVay, which that's makes such, absolutely that's no terrible. sense. That, There's no no truth though. It is, no chance. He is he is plus two hundred, which is ridiculous. I would not bet that. <laughs> Unless they pay Sean McVay, like, the entire payroll, they're not getting him, so. Yeah, I also unless, saw Bill unless, Belichick unless, on there. That's that's Goff, like Goff, Gurley, and everyone comes with him, he, wouldn't, he would not do that. Yeah. <laughs> not even them. Lives in L.A. Exactly, that's true. L.A. is just so much. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe he doesn't not, like the L.A. traffic. Yeah. not going to Cleveland. Goff, <laughs> even, 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 even Goff would bank uh, McVay's wife. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so other NFL headlines this weekend uh, with the Jags players getting arrested in London. That was actually the reason I took the Eagles minus four on, as before I went to sleep on a Saturday night. I didn't know who any of the players were when this happened, which it ended up being like two starters, Barry yeah, Church, Barry Church, yeah. Hayden. Um, but uh, I was like, oh, Jags London, like. They go to London all the time. Like, they win in London. They're going to win, and they, they didn't win. Well, the Eagles oh. almost choked, too. At the end. Did you bet on the on the Jags? Um, I'm in not. a parlay. I did it in a parlay. Oh. That was the only I mean, one. That like, did, that's the only one that didn't hit in the parlay. So. Was that before you saw? That the... was before. I did it, like, the night before. Okay. Because, like, like before. I saw that, and I immediately went to, 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 the, to the site and put it on people's <laughs> minus four. I could t- I could totally like picture this too. Like I spent a summer in London. I could totally see that like happening, where like you just don't pay for anything because you well, think that, everybody's just like that bar tap though was like but, like fifty thousand dollars. Like, yeah, I know, but you just insane. like you're just like oh I'm a I'm a like a celebrity. Like they're not actually like celebrities to the people there, but like I'm a celebrity. Like I don't understand how tops. you would how you would think that you could do that, get away with that, because you have to have to give them your a card, somebody's card to uh open a tab so like well the bars in london are weird you usually just pay on the spot like there's not yeah. they don't have tabs so then what were they doing how did they they definitely 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 had a tab going they had to because you can't like you can't spend that obviously one thing yeah i know i don't get it either but like how does one like do that the night before a game yeah, that makes no sense. That is You're out terrible. at four o'clock in the morning and you have a game the next day. Like, what are you doing? And it's like an early, it's like a one o'clock game, so you have to get up like fairly early and like warm up and shit. Like and that doesn't like that. look that like looks pretty no, bad. It looks terrible. And like, did they play? I'm guessing no. Oh, uh, they did. I think. Really? That's so. That's so weird. Like how you can like. They're. they're uh, I, I, I feel like that happens a lot. Like you, like someone gets arrested and they they're like immediately yeah, but they, like, playing. They the went. Game. So you, you, your sole reason and. T- being in London is to play a football game, and that's what you do. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I wouldn't be surprised if like a couple of those guys get cut. Well, who, like not who Barry was it Church. again? It was yeah, Barry Church won't get cut, but. Well, yeah, because he's starting. I don't really remember the rest, but I know Barry Church won't. Barry Church, DJ Hayden. Hayden won't get cut probably. Yeah, no, because he plays too. He's at third quarter. Yeah. Moving on to Fitz Magic, I honestly, I I was gonna bet. 
uh, Bengals minus three and a half in this, which would have been you would have lost one of the one of the worst uh, beats of the day, but not yeah. the, not the worst. Um, yeah. But we'll I was I was looking at this game and it was like thirty seven to like something really really low for the uh, for the Bengals. I was like, why didn't I bet that? But dude, it, it seemed like every single there. time. Winston, we saw Winston like red zone. He was he threw a pick every single time. Yeah, he's like that's all the reason we saw the Buccaneers. I started him in one of my leagues, but I, I don't remember. He probably had like four points. All right, so I'm thinking like so like if you're the Bucks, what do you do? Like I don't think Jameis is your franchise quarterback. No, like, do you, you draft another right quarterback? Now, you have to draft know. another quarterback. You can't do anything else. The, the draft class of quarterbacks this year is terrible. Like, maybe then, next yeah, year. Yeah, wait. I mean, dra- they're, draft, they're three and four right now. They're three and four right now. Draft, sure like, draft someone has, third round and see if anything, if anything happens. With, like, I mean, they're three, they're, three and four, they're three and four right now. Fitzpatrick won two of those three games. Yeah, I would say their only move is to like draft like a later round quarterback this draft. Maybe see if he works out. Yeah, no, not for Jameis. Jam- I'm officially out on Jameis. I am and then too. Go with, go with Fitz Magic next next year if that doesn't work out. And, and maybe, maybe sign someone if there's anyone when to be James's signed. contract up? Probably has a couple years. I don't think you could cut Jameis right now. He still has that much left. Here. I don't think it's, it can't be that much. The Giants signed with Jameis Winston. I'd be so depressed. Right, so that would be the okay. most like like opposite like polar opposite of Eli Manning. Jameis <laughs> yeah. Winston. So he has he has this year, next year, and then he's an unrestricted free agent in 2020. They're letting him walk though. No, 100. percent yeah. Well, yeah, you have to let him walk in 2020. I don't think you're trading him. You're not. I guess after next year. I think yeah, yeah so that's the move. I think after next year, you just draft a quarterback in the draft. Yeah, I, I guess. guess you got to suck, to suck this it, year it, and suck it. next year, and I mean, it just it just someone... sucks. He was your like first. Overall pick and like. Mariota's obviously like Mariota's not doing great, but still. Yeah, I don't know. Um, moving on, out of Vinatieri, now the league's all-time leading scorer. That kind of came out of nowhere for me. Like, didn't even realize he was close to that. They said it. Like I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of. It's not that relevant. He's been like a top kicker. He's been like a top kicker for. There's a reason I skipped it, but. I don't care about kickers. <laughs> um, but on the more important things, um, I did not even watch the Giants game this weekend. I know you did because you were there. I went. But, that was disappointing. Um, but I did bet Redskins minus one and, and a half because that was the too. easiest bet of all time. Yeah, well, I bet that, that was. I was my best. <laughs> There's no reason why. I don't think I've be... been more confident in a bet in my life. Yeah. That's like in the in the parlays, like I knew like that was gonna like I'm like all right that one's gonna be safe and hopefully Rams will be safe and then whatever you Eli looks so washed but you, right now you were there so like why was he so bad I mean he just looks so like every time he drops back if you watch any other quarterback in the league every time Eli drops back he's already thinking about getting sacked even if he has a like, clean pocket on everything maybe I mean I mean he's it can't already, be as bad as Mike Glennon he's like afraid Mike he's gets afraid. In the pocket. He's and like people rush him, up. and he's just like he's afraid to step just panics. up in the pocket. He, if he steps up in the pocket, he's afraid he's gonna get crushed from somebody on the inside. So he like just kind of like throws it off of his back foot like half the time, and that doesn't really work out. Or throws it so quickly that like you can't get any yardage because like he's so afraid of getting sacked. 
I think you yeah. need to – he needs to be benched, I think. I think you need to let Lagletta play, see what he has. <sighs> That's just my – they're going into the bye week, so they have another an extra week if they want to start Lagletta week, week nine. This is the time, yeah, if anything. And Trevor, they're, I, they're obviously not going anywhere, so. I mean, he hasn't even been active the first however many games of the season. He's just been a healthy scratch every game. Alex Tenney's their backup. I don't know who that is. Exactly. I am. I am gonna say that the Bear, you know the Bears had a had a good win over the Jets. They did. But it was a pretty irrelevant win to be honest. Like, it was. I, I just wanted to I just wanted to put it in there. Trubisky is making. What's their record? Himself, so. Four and three. Four and four and three. And they did it without Khalil Mack too. They did. And Allen Robinson, who hasn't done much this year. He hasn't really done anything. And they covered. But the, the defense was dominant without Khalil Mack. Good team, absolutely one dominant. Great team cover. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a so. On Sunday, I was like watching my fantasy team off and on. Like, I don't really care that much. I'm two and six now, two straight wins. But um, <laughs> James Conner, all of a sudden, he's on my team. He's on your team too, right, Jake? He's on all my teams. Yeah. So I see him jump to like 40 points in like 20 minutes from like 10. I, I, I've been honestly kind of skeptical of him because like I don't know if like he is this. Is, I didn't know if this was sustainable. But, like, at this point, what do you do with Le'Veon Bell for the Steelers? I mean, you they they fucked up. You got tra- you had to trade him in the beginning of the year, but they didn't they didn't know James Conner was going to be this good. But like, they they're not getting anything for him now. We're heading into what week eight? He, want, he wants well, he also he wants like a the ma- like a, a massive contract too. So right, but like you could have trade you could have traded him at the beginning of the year. Fan. You can't trade him now. I mean, we're at yes. the trade deadline, so like. He's gonna walk next year for nothing. Well, if if he comes back, if he comes back this year, which I I don't think he will. To no, be honest. he he won't come back next year. But if he if he no, but no, no, no this year, this year. This if, year? He, if he happens to come back this year, like Steelers I just got like I wouldn't even welcome him back. To be honest, hand. I wouldn't I wouldn't either. But like, if there's like the off chance, like they're playing like really well, they're like gonna be like top seed in the AFC, like somehow, then. Maybe he's like, all right, you know what, I'll come back for the playoffs. I, mean, I saw some crazy stat of, like, Le'Veon Bell through seven games last year. and Oh, yeah, and, and Connor. And Connor, he, I think Bell had, like, four touchdowns, like 800-something yards. And Connor has, like, a 950 yards and, like, 12 touchdowns. Nine, nine, yeah, nine touchdowns. <laughs> crazy. So, Is it the offensive line? like, Or, like, would he be doing this if he was on, like, a different team? I think he would. I think he's a good running back. Well, I don't think he'd be doing it like as much, obviously, because like, no, he's not. No, but not as and... like not as much. But I think he's a good running back, and I always thought he was yeah. a good running back coming out of college too. I agree. He just kind of got in the. Right I mean, he situation. lost a lot of weight too. He got in the right situation where he didn't have to really play for two years, and then yeah. finally gets to go. Kind of like when you yeah. set a quarterback out, I think that helped him out. He got a lot more agile, and like you could cut in and a lot more fast. Like you can just tell. Right. Yeah. From his college highlights till till now. Um, so let's move on to our um, betting peak picks from over the weekend. Um, I went two and one. It's my first uh, first winning week this year. Um, that rice plus thirty. You know, honestly, I didn't know until twenty minutes ago when I checked, but I assumed that they uh, they covered, <laughs> and because uh, they were down three going to the fourth, but they only lost by twenty four. So <laughs> that one was solid. <laughs> The Oklahoma pick was never in doubt. Over 64 and a half was 
They had like 55 on their own. That's what I was saying. Like yeah. when you, when you made that pick last week, I was like, um, Oklahoma's gonna score 64 by themselves. Yeah. Like, um, I, I then, saw the first quarter was 21 nothing. I'm like, all right, that's that's going over. Let's say like to be honest, everybody. I don't think my teaser really should even count as a loss, but it's what I picked. So. I mean, why'd you pick it? I don't know. It's on me. So. I mean, I, I, I try to put in locks here. I'm trying to win this, you know. Yeah. Whatever. So I had another two in one week. So I went with the. Kentucky plus seven, and that, oh, was, yeah, that was very in doubt until like the last like three minutes of the game where they like ended up scoring twice and actually won the game. Touchdown and bullshit pass interference call. Yeah, and then I had the that Saints, works. the Saints pick them over the over the Vikings. Got to ride the Saints. And I'm yeah, like I said, I'm riding the Saints. I mean, they looked good last night. Vikings did not look great. Kirk Cousins, I'd, I think next week. I'm still a Kirk Cousins hater. I don't really like Kirk Cousins. I don't think he's that good. Um, next, next week's the week they lose to the Rams. They will lose the Rams. And I'm still gonna pick the Saints. Um, and then my last pick, which I didn't get, uh, Winnipeg Jacks minus one and a half over the Red Wings. I mean, they won, but they didn't get an empty netter. Yeah. That kind of killed me. All right, so <laughs> I had a well. Beyond these picks, a little rough pick. Little what did you go pick. go for in the picks? One, one and two. Oh, okay. No yeah, 0 threes uh, yet from anyone. Good, so. good We're sign. not terrible. But uh, I'll start with the bad. It was uh, Jets plus nine or something like that. I don't know. It was plus a lot against the Bears. So that wasn't like – I thought the Bears would be a little, be a little closer, but that's fine. I'm fine with that win. And then uh, I had Iowa and Penn State under 52. I think and it was looking decent. Iowa was like they had like two safeties in like the end first of the quarter. Game, end of the game. Come yeah, on. end of the game. Penn State or McSorley kind of went off. He had like a big run later in the game, and then uh, other one was Kentucky Missouri under like fifty six. And that oh, was yeah. I, I, that was, like, that okay. was Kentucky always goes under. I'm Kentucky telling you, they, three, they will always Kentucky go under. Three points going into the fourth quarter, and then exactly, they like yeah. turned it on. Well, I was like, check that out next like week. seven three at halftime, and I'm like, all right, this is 100 percent like going to hit. Their defense is pretty good. I, like, I, they are. They're pretty underrated. They're playing, they're playing Georgia this week, though. I'm not sure. I haven't looked at the line yet, but I'm not sure I would continue riding with them, though. Because I've been, like, for a couple no, of weeks I'm, now. I'm, I'm not going to take Kentucky against Georgia. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not taking them as a win, but I'm taking, like, the under. I'm not, not the or anything. I, I, they're going to get crushed. I don't know. If it, it might, might be, like, score. So That's true, yeah. Yeah, and Benny all Snell is all they have. And uh, they, he, he did not play. And the quarterback, the quarterback cannot throw the ball for shit, like at all. Hey, he had the game-winning touchdown pass. So he did. He did the game-winning touchdown pass. <laughs> but other than uh, other than these picks, I think all around except for Jeek, this was a very tough betting week. Oh, it 100 percent was. Well, honestly, it was it was a tough betting week for me, but I just had that one parlay hit in the beginning of the week that set me up. I would say, yeah, you, like, you texted me. Like, I had a parlay that hit. I think it was like a, Yeah, I'm up 131, so you can just text me whenever. Like, like I might like hop on the bet with you or something like that. Yeah, right. So I was up 148 to start the week on Monday when I hit like an NHL parlay, like all the teams, whatever. And then I don't think I – I won one bet the rest of the week, which was like the Pelicans, and that was it. <laughs> the rest of them were Pelicans. just like, like out of the blue like parlays that like – I was either hopping on with you or like doing myself and like wasn't hitting. All in all, I think I ended up up one oh nine. So I lost about forty dollars over the span of the week. That's what one oh nine is that's all me paying you back too. Yes. <laughs> that's rough. 
I mean, uh, Trev, you want you want to explain a couple of your picks this week? I'll I'll go on the the bad picks. Like I, I won't go into full detail. Well, the Blazers pick was that was just atrocious. That was early in the week though. And then Saturday night was Oregon Arizona, and I'm like, no way Oregon loses. Oh yeah, you put a lot on that too. Lost, <laughs> lost forty four fifteen. That's yeah, what, I, I, I don't believe that. And then Saturday morning, I woke up and Arsenal was. Uh, I had Arsenal in a parlay, and Arsenal was down 1-0 at halftime. Uh, check again, oh, like, 30 minutes later. The so they're juicy. Up, they're up, yeah, they're, like, they're up 2-1. It, it was, like, minus 115 Arsenal Crystal yeah. Palace. Like, even Crystal if you're Palace not soccer like, terrible fan, before. Like, oh, okay. Arsenal won, like, 12 in a row or something like that. Like, yeah. actually, like, they were yeah, on fire. They end up drawing. Yeah, on two, they gave up two PKs. That's how both goals were scored. Right. And then... And then I was talking day, soccer. Yeah, I was talking soccer. Uh, later in the day, don't hate on soccer. Uh, I had Bears, which was Bears Jets over, which was close actually. I only needed like one more touchdown, I would have hit. But then Todd Gurley, <laughs> just, Todd Gurley, just killing people everywhere. So I had everywhere. a parlay. I had a, I actually had a parlay of uh, it wouldn't have mattered because it was Rams minus seven and 49ers minus. Oh, and the cards came Three. all the way back, yeah. I, like, I actually had the Cardinals in that game, my line. So when, no, when they was, scored, and I was hyped. I was so close to hitting that, like, both ways. Except mm-hmm. they both lost. And... Todd Gurley just absolutely killing all the like, gamblers and fans, fancy owners. And over, it was over, and everything, and everything, over everything. under and the spread. And Todd everything. Gurley, and even in his post-game press conference, he's like, I don't care. Now, like, now, like, Portnoy, all Barstool hates him. All the, the whole wonder, betting world wonder, hates him, actually. Like, I wonder if some of these players or, like, coaches, like, know the, like, spread and the over-under, like, I, like, I know they don't, they don't, like, a, a tone, like, play to it, but, like, I wonder if they know, like, if they're aware. Not during the game, but they, like, they, no. they probably know what it is before the game by, like, loosely, and then they don't probably think much about it after that. Yeah, I, I would, I, there's no, like, there's no reason for them to think about it unless they're, like, I mean, they definitely, throw the game. They definitely know about it before the game, or at least some of them do. But yeah. I wouldn't say they think about it. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm aware of that. I'm saying that. Um, but yeah, that was a killer for a lot of people. Like, imagine if you had Todd Gurley on your fantasy team, and like you needed mm-hmm. you lost by yeah. like five. I mean, he had a lot of touchdowns. They had two. He played well. Like, it's not that great. Like, game. Could, like, what if you lost by five and you had like Todd Gurley on your team, and you could have gone like a. <sighs> it's just one of those. It's just like. Uh, I I don't know what to say anymore. Lost for words. Another uh, subject I'm at a loss of words with is the Red Sox clinching the World Series last night. I mean, I, I mean they deserve it though. They're unbelievable. Guess they deserve it, but like, I, know, I, know, I know you're both Yankees fans, but I'm not gonna disagree. They're unbelievable. I'm glad I was not in Boston last night. I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> Right outside your dorm, you see your sweet Caroline blasting. Yeah. Thank, thank God I was not in Boston last night. Or uh, New York, New York. Uh, I hated that. That their fucking slogan, like do damage, like damage done. Like come on. The, well, I don't get that. That doesn't That's make so like, bad. Sense. It's because Brian Cashman said when we play the Red Sox, like we do, we do damage against them. And then uh, ran with it. Like, I mean, like honestly, I can't blame have them. So much real estate uh, yeah, in their like, head right now. Like. They won the World Series, but they're still Dude. thinking about the Yankees. Like, the Yankees yes. two series ago. Yes, that is true for the Yankees. But, like, for I would be rubbing it in, in the Red Sox face pretty 
pretty hard if the Yankees were in the same position. Yeah, but I don't think I'd be doing. I don't think I would make my damn slogan like a Yankees thing. Whatever. When the Yankees won the World Series, when the Yankees won the World Series next year, they could pump out Sweet Caroline and. Honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that if the Yankees like. Honestly, good for baseball though. The rivalry's back. I think this actually made my hate for Boston just like so much more real than than it was like honestly like my blood is just like boiling right now thinking about like all the boston fans that like all these girls not not that it matters um that their gender but <laughs> like posting on their on their stories about like the red sox winning oh i love Dude, my are, are you it's are like, you kidding name- me i'm i'm in school in boston none of these people are actually from boston they're like red sox fans now like do you know how i feel right now <laughs> Like, dude, yeah. you're from, you're from, like, like I don't even know. Yeah, that's where your fault from. for going to Some people are from Boston. fucking, like, New Jersey. True, yeah. like, I'm, they're, they're in, like, they're in, like Philadelphia, there. like, New York territory, and they're fucking Boston. That is your that is your fault for, you're wearing a Boston hat right now. I yeah. am. <laughs> worst, but, but it's your fault for going to Boston. You could have come to, came to Q's, which is uh, New York's team. For I, just hate, I just hate all these like like you know, it's bandwagon like like fans that just like roll out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Whatever. The Yankees are gonna win the World Series next year. They're gonna beat the the uh, Red Sox in either the ALDS or the ALCS. And I'm going to blast Sweet Caroline every single chance I can get in everyone's face. And that is a look ahead to next October. All right, speaking of the Yankees, how can they compete with the Red Sox next year? What moves do they need to make? I mean, that's all you guys on my pitching. Uh, pitching. I mean, yeah. they got to get some they got to get I don't know how they could get a big name pitcher. I want, I'm telling I'm telling you this is my plan. I'm not sure if this is going to work cuz I'm not a general manager. But say Bryce Harper just decides to leave the Nationals, right? He goes to the, going to the Cubs. Goes to the Cubs. Yeah. Say he goes to the Cubs. Going and to the Cubs. um so now you're the Nationals. You don't really have anybody now. You're just you kind trade of like, Scherzer? You trade Scherzer, and the Yankees go all in for Scherzer. That would be... But who would you, who would you trade ideal. for Scherzer? I mean, the uh, Yankees have all the fucking prospects in the world. We start, true, start, yeah. we start with Clint Frazier. I would trade Clint Frazier, Justice Probably. Sheffield... I don't even know if I would trade Je- Justice Sheffield. Like, if I would try to hold on to Justice Sheffield. Fine. Esteban Florial. Probably. And then another some, pitcher. like, another Tyler pitcher. Wade and, like, another pretty good pitcher. Like, have to go all in for Scherzer, one of Scherzer or Bumgarner. Because... I'm not a Bumgarner guy at this point. No, but think about it. The Yankees don't need pitching in the regular season. They don't need guys to, like... Just like win games, win games in the because the, they can do that without pitching. They won 100 games this year without right. much pitching. They need a playoff workhorse who's just gonna go off like Bumgarner. Yeah, I just don't like. They're not hard like to Bum, find. I don't a, like Bumgarner's. His, Bumgarner I don't like his production. I don't like his production, his age, and his contract at this point. Dude, I don't care. Like I want, I want a playoff Bumgarner on my team. <laughs> I also like, want David. I also, I also like don't. Ben I also would ben rather ben have ben. a right-hander. I think. I also want David Freeze. This is my my He's take. Awesome. You, the two you, most clutch players in MLB history. In my, the my, my take on David Freeze is like he's somebody that you, you automatically trade for at like the trade deadline, like for like nothing, and you don't play him at all in the regular season. He's playing the, the Royals. You get you get to the playoffs and you play him every single game. 
You just want to unreal in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, so... I also got kind of lucky in that triple last night, but yeah. I mean, that's part of David Freed and his clutch team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's uh, <clears throat> let's move on to our interview with uh, Corey Craig from the NBA podcast um, on iTunes. Uh, we'll be talking about some NBA news, hopefully, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, enjoy that. Okay, uh, we're sitting here with Corey Craig from the NBA podcast, um, and we're going to be talking some NBA. Uh, it's been a pretty entertaining start to the season. Um, and first off, we'll start with Ty Lue, uh, the firing that just occurred yesterday. Oh. Yeah, that was, um, you had to see it coming, to be honest. Very early in the season, though. Yeah, it was a little surprising there. It's early in the season, and also, is he really who's to blame for Cleveland's 0-6 start? Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, LeBron leaving was probably a lot more to do with that than Tyloo's poor coaching performance. But <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I and, mean, like, when you look at, like, LeBron and, like, the teams he's left, like, when he left Cleveland the first time, they won 19 games the next season. When he left uh, Miami to go back to Cleveland, they only won like 34 games. So it's it's a huge impact when you lose, you know, arguably the greatest player ever to play the game. Yeah, the they're gonna they're gonna need a few years to to rebuild from that. And now Kevin Love's even out for. Uh, so you lose your best long. player now, at least a yeah. month. So. Yeah, like the tanking has begun for the Cavaliers. Yeah, they've got uh, I mean, at the, a lot running against them. I mean, I think Ty Lue likes playing the veterans, and by firing him now gives you an excuse to play all the younger players, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on to some uh, to some teams in the East that might actually uh, have a chance at moving through the through the East. Uh, we got the Raptors and the Bucks off to hot starts. Mm. Um, yeah, I playing think... tonight too. Yeah, Are they playing each other tonight? Yeah. yeah. Giannis is out, though, I think, with a concussion. Yeah, and Kawhi's and out, Kawhi's too. He's out resting. Too. Oh, all right. So maybe that'll be that'll even the playing field. Yeah, I would think but so. Between the two, I think the Raptors are obviously much more serious contenders. I don't really know how far the Bucks, uh, what their ceiling is this year. Yeah, the Bucks. Like, they're definitely off to a hot start, and I think the coaching change is good. But the Raptors, they have some depth this year, and I think that's going to be the difference maker between them and the Bucks and who's going further in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Yeah, for sure. I think I, I, I say the Raptors um, get, through, get through the East based off what we've seen so far this year. I think the Celtics have looked a little vulnerable, but maybe that's just uh, Kyrie and Gordon getting used to uh, playing together. Yeah, and, and both guys are coming off, you know, hard injuries, especially Gordon Hayward last year was out like the entire season. So yeah, that's I think true. they just have to figure some things out. But right now it's been a rocky start and their defense has been <clears> great. But offensively, I think like Marcus Morris is their leading scorer right now, which is yeah, crazy. That's not great. For, <laughs> that's I not mean, what you want to see. Uh, injuries play a big part in how this season goes and – I think coming out of the East, I think the healthier team is the one who's going to make it out of the East. Obviously, yeah, probably. Yeah, agreed. 
Uh, moving on to the Western Conference, um, you know, the, some of the contenders, the Rockets, the Thunder, the Lakers, have gotten off to real slow starts, uh, much mm-hmm. unlike the Raptors and the Bucks. And, you know, which which begs the question, which one of them really, um, which ones of them sh- should we be concerned about and which ones are will just be fine as the season progresses? I think for L.A., um, you know, a lot of high expectations for them this year with LeBron coming um, and all the players that they got over the offseason. But I think with their rocky start, uh, they should be the most worried. And I think uh, we're probably a few months away from seeing some decent trades go down in L.A. Uh, they got to get some shooters and they got to get some guys who are going to play defense if they want to make a, make a yeah. play in the playoffs. I mean, they could do. They could pull a Cavs, what the Cavs did last year, and just trade everybody if they want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but <laughs> like they, you have LeBron. Yeah, um, I could really see them getting rid of Brandon Ingram. I think the starting lineup that they have right now is working well and clicking well. And when he's back, it's going to be interesting to see a few games with him in the lineup. Uh, but I think he's a big asset that they could trade away and get someone good for, maybe someone to defend in the paint, which is really what they need right now. Exactly. And I think the Rockets seem to be, like, panicking pretty early if they're um, offering four first-round picks for... um, (laughs) Jimmy Butler. For Jimmy Butler. (laughs) Yeah. I I have no idea why the Rockets took, like, Mello this this offseason. That made no sense to me, but... They're definitely, um, like, off to a terrible start so far. Uh, I mean, CP3 has been out with the suspension, so that could play a part in some of it, too. Right. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. And then, yeah, I guess the Thunder, that's, that's all we got. Uh, but the Thunder, I mean, I don't think they're that solid anyway, but I think Paul George has done pretty, I mean, pretty subpar this year. I think Russell Westbrook's been, mm-hmm. like, good, but I think Nerland's Noel was a good addition. I just don't see them really as any threat to most of the teams in the West. No. Uh, I think, like, good pickup. Um, Russ coming back um, from an injury a bit. Um, I think he's only played, like, two games so far this season. Uh, but I don't see them really getting far they could even like miss the playoffs potentially. Yeah, I can see that happening. They they don't have after their starting five. They don't have a lot of depth, so it's tough to see them going anywhere. Yeah, this is true. Um, so we're gonna cap this interview off with um, questioning what surprise team you think can make the most noise um, in each conference. Uh, so let's look first at the West, because um, I think a lot of people have the West being the stronger conference and a lot of teams being a lock, but early on it's kind of a mess, and I think the Sacramento Kings are going to surprise some people. I think they could really? maybe even slip on into that last like playoff spot. They have What's their young, record right now? Uh, right uh, now they are 3-3. Three and three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Solid start. So like right now they're ninth. Um, but I mean, we're like six games into the season, so yeah. who knows what's going to happen. They have a really young team, um, but they're able to play fast. They're able to get up and down the court, which is the difference in the Western Conference because you have teams putting up massive numbers for like points per game, and they can hang with a lot of teams. Uh, so I think they're going to 
possibly slip into that uh, like number eight seed when it comes time for the playoffs. Interesting. That's an pick. interesting one. I mean, they I could definitely that. Yeah, it could definitely space out the floor. Uh, Buddy Heald from range. Marvin Bagley stretch four. I mean, mm. it's an interesting team when you yeah. look at them. Yeah, they have a lot of like different kind of like offensive weapons that they can go in, um, and they're scoring well. Like right now, they're six in like points per game, so they can hang with like people like the Warriors in LA who are going to put up a ton of points. They can right. be right there with them. And, and then, uh, what do you got for the East? The East is tough. Um, That's a big <laughs> so one. Many, East, yeah. So many bad teams in the East. Um, but I got to go with the Atlanta Hawks. I think Trey Young's just going to do well offensively. I think he's going to lead the team. Um, right now, not a great record with two and three. Uh, but in the East, no one really has a great record except for Toronto and Milwaukee. Uh, but I could see them being a surprise team slipping in there. Ready yeah, time for him to win Rookie of the Year. My I opinion, I, th- I think I think the Nets are uh, are gonna slip in there in the eighth <laughs> seed. But... So biased. <laughs> oh, the Nets, Nets fans, but uh... the Nets had a great game last night against the uh, Golden State. I mean, they really did. They, yeah, they, they lost, did. obviously, but they they did great. They shot wonderful from the three. Yeah, they were they were in it till the end, but. I mean, I, I love Jared Allen. Jared Allen's one of my favorite players. Yeah, he's been solid. But, uh, yeah, so uh, thank you for joining us just for a little bit. Um, it's great having you on the podcast. If you want to plug your podcast uh, podcast real quick, that'd be fine. Yeah, well, uh, thanks for having me on. And if uh, you're looking for more Hoops Action, NBA podcast, available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen. All right. Thank All right. you. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, guys. We'll see you later. So we'll have a new we're having a new segment this uh, this week, inspired by some events in my life. Um, it's gonna be bad pairs. So we're gonna start off with me and sunglasses. I've Can you demonstrate through, for like, us? I've gone uh, through, we're gonna have to explain this one here. I've gone through three or four pairs of. I've gone through four pairs of sunglasses in the past 12 months, probably. Really? I went to, I like went to school last year with one pair. Pretty sure I, it, they were, like, sitting on my bed. I came home one night and just, like, hopped on the bed and broke them. Okay. And I got a new pair for Christmas. And then over the summer, I left those in an Uber because <laughs> I was drunk. I forgot. I just forgot. Um, and then I lost... I lost a pair in, in France, and today and the other day I was going through my load of laundry and there you was a, my pair of sunglasses in the laundry. Yeah. <laughs> so bad pair, idiot sunglasses. Uh, that is we are we are a bad pair. All right, so uh, my bad pair of the week is gonna stay on topic. Hugh Jackson, Todd Haley. So they were never good from the start, like we were saying before, and I don't think they were ever gonna work out. Three thirty-six and one. I mean, but Todd Haley's new this year, and I knew that wasn't going to work out. I watched, been, I watched one episode of Hard Knocks, and I knew, okay, this is not going to work. There's been more World Series championships for the Red, for the Red Sox uh, since 2004 than Hugh Jackson had wins in his career. <laughs> so I, I remember the, funny, the funniest thing I saw was, like, when, the, when they finally won, it was – there's been, like, like 
eight Marvel movies released since like since like Brown's last win or something like that. Jesus. <laughs> like like eight Marvel movies, like like some like the Warriors have won like more games and the Warriors have won more titles and the Browns have wins. Yeah. Like it's it's ridiculous. It's just it's absurd. And obviously Eli Manning a terrible offensive line. I think we've gone into enough of detail with that. <laughs> But we'll take it easy on Eli. So, so here's my here's my here's another thing I think the Giants could possibly do. Um, you just get like a Joe Webb or like someone who was like a running quarterback in college and just have him like Michael do, Vick. Do the taste of like, hell just, stuff. just get no, 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 I just pretty much just have have him like run around in circles for like like if the O line's not gonna block, just like have like a broken play on every play. Like Paul Russell Wilson, pretty much. Run the option. Yeah. Like, run a college offense. What if we just switch to the triple option? We just hire an yeah. offensive coordinator from Navy and just just commit to it. I mean, <laughs> trade like three first round picks for Lamar Jackson and just commit to it. Commit to the option. I love that. I'm not, uh, so, not opposed. So my bad. Then was, uh, finally, Texas being back. One of the worst pairs is Texas and the first of being back. They're, they were they were looking pretty good. I was. They were back for a while. My friends were like going crazy they, and then. They fooled us just long enough. Yeah, they did. And then the worst part of the game, at the end of the game, that I forgot, I mean, it was named guy with long hair, just like, just talking trash, and goes right at the uh, oh, my back, whatever it was. And then Gundy and Herman both in the field going crazy. That was that was pretty fun to watch though. Yeah. But as we know, like, all right, they're not they're not back yet. Just not just wait a little bit more. Not just yet. Uh, Jeek, I'm gonna get out my stopwatch. Um. <laughs> You have 10 seconds to talk about hockey. I think starting... I have five, five this week, actually. Uh, no, no, you have eight seconds. Nice. Uh, eight? Okay. I cut into it last okay. last week. So three, two, one, go. All right, this is eight seconds of talking hockey. You're already into eight seconds. Done. <laughs> oh, okay. That was We're... perfect. <laughs> um, the yeah, audience is very nice. glad for that. That's, that's, even, that's better than I ever could have hoped. Yeah, I agree. I mean... You gotta do what the people want. So, um, and then to to briefly talk about some college football, we got we already went into Texas officially not being back. Georgia pretty much and, had yeah. no issue with Florida. I knew that no. was gonna be like that. I mean, that was, that wasn't very surprising. Georgia was always a better team. They were. You knew they were gonna win. Honestly, um, you got also. Notre LSU's, Dame rolling. LSU's plus 14 and a half. That's crazy. At home. At Bama's home. really good, but... I don't know if they're that good. Uh, yeah. Honestly, it'll be close. hammering the, the, the Bama line on that. Bama, yeah. Two is no picks. That's, they're I, so I still good. They are so good. I want them on the Giants so bad. And uh, and Devin White's out for the first half. That's right. Who's, who's he on? Oh, is he he's the best starting player? linebacker. Who's? The LSU. Linebacker. Oh, that's you. Okay, then yeah, definitely. First round. Okay. Tua shines in the first half because that's all he plays. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Tua hasn't seen the fourth quarter yet. He hasn't. It's probably no why he hasn't quarter, thrown no a pick. picks. He, he, know probably how he, he probably hasn't thrown a pick because like he has like the least amount of game time. Like, for any. <laughs> yeah, but also like if like he, he goes in the fourth quarter against any of these teams, he's not gonna throw a pick regardless. Yeah, I guess they're just gonna run the ball. Exactly, and if he does pass, he's going to be like an 80-yard touchdown, like across the middle. Then I'm going to give a quick shout out to Syracuse football. We're ranked number 22 in the country now. 
first time I don't in a while. It's, it's first time what since 2001. Yeah. So safe to say we're also a football school now, and we should start being taken a little bit more seriously. Shout out to BU football. Oh wait. <laughs> and I don't know what South Carolina is up to in the rankings. They but, they um, just beat Tennessee. Uh, almost uh, lost, but they yeah. won. Uh-huh. Tennessee is one of the most mediocre teams of all time. So. Exactly, and we almost lost. Tennessee. And then also shout out to Mike Collins, even though they lost, but it wasn't his fault because there yeah. was the Buffs. Lost to Kansas. I, like, I watched on. that entire game. He actually played a very good game, except for one really bad interception. You can't lose to Kansas. I don't care. Yeah, you really can't. He, he, led them, you. he led them on a dri- like, out. You can't lose to Kansas. Two, last two drives, <laughs> he led them all the way down the field, and then, of course, they had a butt fumble. And that uh, just kind of yeah. doing things. Because they were on, like, yeah, five <laughs> They would have won. And then, finally, we're going to go with, uh, with the Monday night preview. I mean. What what preview are we going to What is there to preview there? Yeah. The Pats. Pats. You know, <laughs> Actually, I'm going to go, out, gonna go out on a limb here. Okay. Pats are going to win this game. Ooh. It's a bold pick. What's the line on this bold. game? Minus 13 14. and a half. 13 and a half. Yeah. Where is it? Is it Buffalo? In Buffalo? Uh, think so. Yeah. Is it? it I'm pretty be sure my friend said he's going to Pat's Bills at the. Oh wait, no, he's not going now because he has a concussion. No, it's in Buffalo. In Buffalo. Yeah, no, he was going to go Buffalo? to this game, but the broken shoulder. It's in Buffalo. Concussion dug into those plans, probably. All right. But I have Tom, Tom. If Tom Brady gets eighteen point three fantasy points, I lose. So hopefully it's a run heavy game. In one of my one of my leagues, I won by a lot. But I have. Let's see how much am I up in this league? I also played against James Conner, so fuck both of you. Okay, I am up. I am up one forty two to one seventeen, and he has James White in New England's defense. Am I safe? I don't know. Like twenty five points. White could have a, a game. Could. Okay, who, who knows what Kenyon Barnard is gonna, if he's going to be involved at all? Well, Might knowing that, knowing the past saying they just signed him, he'll probably have like 50 fantasy points this week. Yeah. Pull, pull off a Jonas Gray. Yeah, and then get cut next week. Exactly. Jones all right, Gray let's move. He's been on NFL team since. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 gone. He's off the face of the earth. He might be dead for all we know. Dead or alive. Yeah. Let's uh let's move on to our betting picks uh for this week. Most of them are tonight, maybe tomorrow. But uh Snake Draft. Yeah. Uh Gee, I'll, you I'll go first. I went last time. Right, yes. Also I'll go I'll go first. Okay. Uh so I got Nets plus one on the road at the Knicks. <laughs> In the, at the Knicks. Last time they were favored by four, only one by two. I'm pretty confident in their ability to take home a W tonight. Yeah, I actually also have that pick. I think the Nets are better than the Knicks. So, yeah. Just straight there you go. Trev, you got two picks. All right. Uh, first one will be Lakers minus one on the road in Minnesota. Again, I just don't Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota, yeah. And LeBron needs to just pick it up. That's all I need to say about that. And then, uh, hate to do it, but I have Warriors minus 11 on the road in Chicago. Bulls have no chance. Curry's on fire. Okay. So my next pick is going to the NHL. I have the Flames plus 135 over the Leafs. Austin Matthews out four months. 
I'm actually fading myself on this pick because I actually do have the Leafs in a parlay, but picking Flames plus 135 because I have not been right with any of my hockey picks in this segment. All right, so I also have Golden State minus 11 on the road. They're on the road, right? Yeah, yeah, on the road. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see them. There's, there's no chance winning by less than 11. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the there's big, really not the much Nets to gave them a good run. There's not. There's really not. It's just like they were down two. But the Nets are Nets are better than the Bulls. Like, the Nets, the Nets were down two with a minute left, and then they didn't call a a, a foul. I don't um, even think D'Angelo Russell was in the game. That Jared Allen had going to the going to the uh to to the rack to tie you're, it up. You already but, know he would have missed a free throw. <laughs> oh, he's a decent. He's yeah, a decent I, I just feel like he would have missed seventy-five percent. But and then finally, I have Patriots minus seven and a half in the first half. So that's Bills a good one too. Terrible. All right, I'm going to college football tomorrow. Buffalo minus seven over Miami of Ohio. Lock it in. That's like I think I actually might put money on that one. They're seven yeah. and one. Miami of Ohio. Three and five. Three and five. That's so. pretty funny on that. See that. All right, my <laughs> last one. I will do. I just had it up. Uh, Nuggets minus nine against the Pelicans without Anthony Davis. Oh, they don't have Anthony Davis. That's, That's the reason true. why it's minus nine. So they're gonna. Last, whatever, I think it was like the last game they played, and the Pelicans had were at home without Anthony Davis, and they lost by 21. A Nikola Miritich prop bet for points scored might be worth it in that game, but it might, it might be, depending on what it is. Could be like 30, though. Him and Drew Holiday, that's it. So I think that's about it for this week. Uh, we still got to record that interview with the fucking NBA guy, but we can do that at any point tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so follow us on Twitter. We're getting more of a following. I think we're above 40 followers now on Twitter. Oh, yeah. You passed my personal account. High Altitude Pod. Uh, <laughs> You're close to mine. Instagram's the same. Uh, that's about it. Hit it hard. Peace.